This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. The guest joining me right now is not only one of my favorites, but he's one of our all-time fan favorites. He's someone that is requested again and again. And he's somebody that uh, I always make an effort to talk to as frequently as possible because he's usually pretty on the money with the trends that he's predicted. The You know what you're seeing in terms of the price of gold? He predicted that. You know what you're seeing in terms of supply chain shortages? He predicted that. The bottled water craze? He predicted that. The gourmet coffee craze? He predicted that. The supply chain issues? He pred- predicted that. Uh Issue after issue over the course of the last 35 years have been predicted by Gerald Salenti. But usually, I introduce him as a trends forecaster and the founder of the Trends Research Institute. These days, though, he's calling himself Deacon Gerald Salente, and his church is the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice. I don't know what it means, but I do know uh, that a lot of the commentary that he's been doing on the issue of the Russia-Ukraine fight is right in line with my thinking. And a lot of the guests that he's been featuring are some of the same guests that this show features. And there are other guests that have caused my mind to be expanded to other possibilities beyond what you see in the mainstream media. It gives me a great deal of pleasure to welcome Gerald Salente. Gerald, thanks for joining me on the radio as always. Oh, thank you, and thank you so much for the kind words. Uh, so what is this deacon, Gerald Salente? I've never known you as uh, much of a holy roller, Gerald. Well, not a holy roller, but uh, the, the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice is just what it is. And this is a time when—here, we're, we're just talking about the Ukraine war. Have you heard one peep from the Pope, from any of the religions, from any of the politicians— Speaking about peace? No, no. Oh, here's the quote. Here's the quote coming out of the U.K. Uh, uh, today. We're going to send more, quote, lethal weapons to Ukraine. Oh, isn't that nice? More arms to kill people. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. But, but, but before we delve into the Ukraine situation, what is the universal Again, we Church started of freedom a movement. We're trying to unite people under one umbrella for freedom, peace, and justice. They robbed that. They robbed us of our freedom when they started the COVID war. Hey, don't you know who I am? I'm little Andy Cuomo. I'm an arrogant little boy born on third base. Thought I hit a home run. Oh, and I'm going to rename the Tappan Zee Bridge after my daddy because he's better than everybody. <laughs> now you stay in your home. I'm locking down the. I'm locking down the state. You're a non-essential business. You're a piece of crap. Oh, but Walmart, you can stay open. Oh, Home Depot, you can stay open. And anybody else that gave me money for my campaigns, you could stay open. They rob us of our freedom. They're robbing us of our peace right now. All they're talking about now is war. And they robbed us of our justice. You need more, you need more proof? How about the little, uh, you know, the, 
the Coke boy uh, over there, uh, the Biden boy, uh, with, with, with his laptop. Oh, and getting a job with Barista Energy, along with John Kerry's little stepson, Christopher Hines, the boy from the Hines 57 family. We wrote about this in detail in the Trends Journal magazine back in 2014 when the United States overthrew the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych. Uh, justice, no justice, only justice for them. Oh, you and I, you were going uh, 10 miles over the speed limit. Where were you? Show me, a, show me a driver's license. Did you have anything to drink? Stand on your head and repeat the alphabet backwards. Oh, yeah, but when you're one of, oh, how about J.P. Morgan Chase? Five felonies? Oh, Jamie Dimon? Oh, he only got a $30 million raise. Did they go to jail? Freedom, peace, and justice. If we don't unite for it, united we stand, divided we are going to die. We are on the cusp of World War III. And that's why I'm moving to have this movement going. So anybody can join this, right? Irrespective of what their faith oh, yeah. is, Jewish, Christian, atheist, Scientologist, whatever, they can right. everybody can join. And the, uh, the website is freedompeacejustice.com. Uh, that's freedompeacejustice.com. You also offer members the opportunity to get a COVID-19 religious vaccine exemption. Uh, what's that about? Why are you be- becoming a, a, a clearinghouse for vaccine exemption? Because it's, again, your freedom to be who you want to be. It's your body given to you by your God. And I got some clown playing the president. Oh, I'm getting my fourth shot. Oh, great, man. Oh, everybody get your fourth shot now. Oh, the drug dealers. Oh, no, no, you got to call them Big Pharma. Remember when they load out the baloney back in, in November and December 2020? Operation Warp Speed. You can't make this name up. It has a 96% efficacy rate. Two shots will do you. Hey, wait a minute. Now I got to go four? So this is your body. And as I said, freedom, peace, and justice. You are free to put in your body what you want to put into it. And again, you look at the data. You, you get the magazine. You see what we're putting out. Oh, oh, oh let's see. 94% of the people that have, gotten, that have died of COVID, according to the CDC, only had 2.6 preexisting comorbidities. Yeah, I mean, it, you're much more likely, if you're under the age of 55, to have died of an alcohol-related death last year than you were of COVID, according to the statistics. Uh, you, you posted a video, which I found pretty interesting, and it dovetailed to some of the other news coverage that we saw, you know, uh, President Biden and others that are sanctioning Russia and Putin have basically acted like they're isolating Vladimir Putin from the rest of the world, when in actuality, there is a world beyond the Western world. Just yesterday, for instance, Vladimir Putin visited the or met with the leaders of the two most populous countries on Earth, India and China. You had an interesting video, China and Russia versus U.S. and NATO. And the winner is question mark. Who wins uh, with this new bipolar world of China and Russia? And I guess India is in league with them as well versus the West. The 20th century was the American century. The 21st century is going to be the Chinese century. The business of China is business. The business of America is war. You even read Vladimir Putin's statement that he made today when he told the Germans and the Europeans, no, no, you're going to have to pay for that starting, starting this morning. 
You're going to have to pay for that stuff in rubles. And then he goes on to say how the United States is enriching the military-industrial complex. Mm. Using the words from Dwight D. Eisenhower, five-star general, supreme commander of the Allied forces in World War II, two-term president, anybody could look up his farewell address January 1961 when he warns the American people that the military-industrial complex is robbing the nation of the genius of the scientists the sweat of the laborers, and the future of the children. And now the guy that's playing president is just awarding them how many more billion dollars to the military-industrial complex as our roads are rotten, our bridges are collapsing, how, how 20% of the people are living paycheck to paycheck, how median household income had its greatest decline in history. And we're fighting more wars. So the 20th century is gone. Unless we have a renaissance, it's over for America. Again, look at the shape of this nation. 42% of the people are obese. 70% are overweight. Look how this country's going down in the style and the grace. Do you need any more clearer, clearer shot in the eye than watching the Oscars, how low can you go? Uh, talking with Gerald Salente, he is the founder of the Trends Research in- Institute and the publisher of the Trends Journal. Uh, these days, if you follow his YouTube channel, he's also been doing a ton of terrific commentary on the uh, on the subject of Ukraine, among other things, but uh, a lot of great interviews as well with people like Colonel Douglas McGregor, people like uh, Judge Andrew Napolitano, a lot of people that have been guests on uh, on this show, and uh, some others who uh, will cause will cause you to think differently than you would if you just watch a steady diet of the mainstream news media. Now, uh, Gerald, going back to this Ukraine situation, a lot of people look at it, and it's a very black and white issue for them. They see Vladimir Putin and Russia invading a neighboring country that uh, didn't attack them and in the process killing a lot of civilians, doing things like uh, attacking hospitals, including maternity wards. How do you um, paint Putin as anything but the clear villain on this one, Gerald? I'm totally opposed, again, as someone I also launched Occupy Peace back in 2014, so OccupyPeace.com. So I'm totally opposed to what he's doing totally opposed to it. I also know why it happened. Again, to me, it was very simple. All he had to do was the same thing that, that, that Khrushchev did when the United States put weapons, uh, the nuclear weapons in, uh, in Turkey. He put them in Cuba. That's all he had to do. You get, you, again, the, again, when you get the, the magazine, you go to the details. The, the United States overthrew the democratically elected government of Ukraine in 2014. And then you keep going on. $40 billion of our dough so far from 2014 has gone into Ukraine. Number three. Then what happened is after when Khrushchev, uh, excuse me, Gorbachev and George Bush Sr. made the deal when the Soviet Union break, broke up and they're going to give back Germany and all this other stuff, the quote, you could look it up, it's in the National Archives. NATO would not move one inch further. There were 16 NATO countries. Now there are 30. Going back to Ukraine, you said the Ukraine, the war. The Ukraines have killed 
over 15,000 people in the Donbass region, the eastern part of, of uh, uh, Ukraine. Ukraine has been a part of Russia going back and forth for 1,300 years. It's not my business. I'm an American. And when I hear these idiots, these morons, these arrogant little military officials and all of these intelligence experts telling me what's going to happen when they haven't won a war since World War II and it's cost us about $8 trillion since Bush launched the Afghan war and then the Iraq war and Obama, the Nobel Peace of uh, Crap Prize winner, launched the Libyan war, the Syrian war. And you're going to tell me how you're going to win a war when you haven't won a war and what's going on with Russia? This is none of our business. And if anybody thinks it is, look at the failure record. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. A lot of people uh, can't do anything about who goes to war, right? Unless you're the president or uh, maybe maybe Congress or the chairman of the Joint Chiefs or the Secretary of Defense. You have no say about whether we're sending troops to eastern Ukraine or anything like that. But you still have to pay the bills for geopolitical hostility. We're seeing that recently at the gas pump. Uh, on Thursday, President Biden came out with his plan to uh, re- tap into the Strategic Petroleum Reserve in order to reduce gas prices. You think this is going to help when it comes to inflation and energy prices in the short term, Joe? Short term, a little bit. Pure moronics. Again, Judge Napolitano, on one of my shows, he made it very clear. We put sanctions on Cuba back in 1962. Did it change the government? Look at look at Iran. Sanctions, who does it hurt? The people. Right. Who does it hurt in Venezuela? The people. This is total idiocy. Total idiocy. It's driving up, again, all the details we have in the magazine, what's going on in wheat prices, what's going on in, in, in bar, uh, 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 one, one commodity after another, palladium. On and on. Oh, the stuff you use for catalytic converters. Uh, one, one commodity after another. So this is totally moronic. And by the way, they talk about how, again, we're going back 1,300. The Crimea was part of Russia forever since Catherine the Great. And, and it was Khrushchev, the drunk guy that, that gave it back to Ukraine because he was Ukrainian. And, but anyway, they have, a, they have a port over there, a naval port, right? And they're saying all of the media and all the politicians, they have no right being there. Okay. So what are we doing in Guantanamo Bay torturing people in a place called Cuba? Oh, it's okay for us to be in Cuba. And then, and then when Biden calls Putin a butcher, hey, join the butcher's club. Oh, you know that guy Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction and ties to al-Qaeda. Another daddy's boy, a little jerk that would be nobody if daddy wasn't Georgie and grandpa wasn't. Prescott. All right. Look at the murderers that we have lined up. Look at the people Americans have killed in needless wars. Hey, I'm Vietnam War era. Oh, and that's the other thing. I'm 75. I was right at the peak of, you know, the draft thing. Hey, Biden got all these draft deferments. 
Well, he didn't go fight. Oh, man. Oh, the guy that talks tough was a coward during the Vietnam War. But, hey, does he talk tough now? So look at all of America's track record. So, hey, Putin, join the Butcher's Club. Uh, you can't argue with that. Uh, talking with Gerald Salente, I uh, want to encourage you to check out both the Trends Research Institute and uh, the, his uh, videos on YouTube. Uh, some really great stuff on there. You can go to the website, trendsjournal.com. That's trendsjournal.com. So a lot of people are listening to you, Gerald, and they're nodding their head in agreement. Uh, maybe they're, uh, they're driving home from working late or being out late. Maybe they're home in bed listening to us because they can't sleep. If they have just heard you for the last 10 minutes, they certainly can't sleep now. But um, a lot of folks are wondering, what should they then do with their money? If inflation is here, if sanctions aren't going to do anything to bring about regime change or a change in Russian behavior, if uh, the supply chain shortages are going to continue for a little while, where should they be putting their money if, for the long haul if they want to make sure they don't see their, uh, their whole portfolio eradicated by inflation? I, don't, I cannot give financial advice, but I will tell you what I do. GSB, gold, silver, and bitcoins, and gold number one. I've been buying gold since 1978. My first buy was $187.50 an ounce. Wow. Gold, and, and I, I, again, I don't tell people what to do. I get it, I buy it, and put it away, and I forget about it. And it's just that... You know, and I want to make this very clear. We're on the phone now, and all of a sudden, Gerald, Gerald, I just heard that something happened to Wall Street, right? And all of a sudden, you hear all this, uh, we're sorry that um, the, the banking system has been hacked, and you're not going to be able to get your money. Do you think something like that could happen? Absolutely. You got it. And I'm going to tell you a very quick story. When 9-11 happened, USA Today used to run my top trends every year. And they came out in December for January for the new year. Yeah, that's you what we go, do. We do the right. same thing. Yeah. Right. So you go back to 2000, December, the headline in USA Today, 2001 won't be our year, Trendseer says. And I warned that a wave of anti-Americanism was sweeping the globe, and Americans wouldn't be safe at home or abroad. People forgot the murderous wars called the Yugoslav War. Oh, that was a great NATO war. Oh, and Bill Clinton, every time he got caught with his pants down, bombs away over Baghdad. Oh, and Madeleine Albright that just died on Leslie Stahl saying that the price of 500,000 Iraqi children under the age of five on 60 Minutes with Leslie Stahl was worth it. So, you know, as we used to say in the Bronx, payback's a bitch. So we thought something was going to happen. So when it happened, and I'm watching it happen on TV, the first thing I did was I called my bank up, and I had CDs. You used to get money for your, for, for your, when you put it in the bank. Right. Now they pay you for renting a vault. Yeah. So now I call them up. I said, listen, I want my money transferred well, out of there. I was them. living in Rhinebeck at yeah. the time. I said, I'm sorry, Mr. Salenti. Certificates of deposit are traded on Wall Street, and Wall Street is closed. All right? So why would anybody keep their money in a bank when they're paying you nothing and they're making money on your money. And now, boom, all of a sudden like that, our banking system has been hacked and we're doing everything we can protect you and we're closing it down. So just to me, I'm just saying, you know, the, the motto of the Trends Journal is think for yourself. 
And, you... But I would not – I keep enough money in our bank, and I put the money in other places, in other countries, and getting away from where it can be. And we have enough money to keep paying our bills and that kind of that. But nothing, why would we keep money in a bank when they're giving you nothing and we're in a very dangerous situation? Going back to the COVID war when it began, look how they robbed us of our freedom. I will tell you what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. I'm your governor. I'm your mayor. I'm some little jerky politician. What do you think that portends for the political scene this year? Most of the conventional political analysts are predicting a big Republican sweep, both houses of Congress and a lot of other elections that generally aren't necessarily competitive. They're predicting a Republican advantage. Do you go along with the conventional wisdom on that one? Yeah, yeah. It is, you know, it was the, the line that used to be in the Clinton administration, when Clinton first ran for president in right. 19 It's the economy, stupid. It's, uh, that's it. And so, yeah, they're going to – but what are you getting? You're getting the, the other side of the coin. You know, without going into my whole career, at a graduate school, I was running mayoral campaign in Yonkers, New York. I was the number two guy, Angelo Martinelli, became the longest-running uh, uh, mayor of Yonkers. I, I worked on political campaigns throughout Westchester County. I was assistant to the secretary of the New York State Senate, mm. chief government affairs specialist. I got, I, I got a picture of me and Ronald Reagan when I picked him up at the Chicago Hilton and put on a, a, a brunch for 16 of our board of directors when I was 30 years old, two days before he was running against Jerry Ford. I mean, when president's prime minister, and princes. It's a freak show. And another thing that, I, that Eisenhower said, a real man, any man seeking the office of president is either an egomaniac or crazy. Welcome to the club. Do you see any reason, uh, whether it's politically, economically, diplomatically, any other respect, do you see any reason for folks to be optimistic at this point? No, unless we have no. a new system. We need, we need, again, as I, I, to me, they're murderers and thieves. Oh, thieves? Hey, you're too big to fail. Hey, I'm, I'm Goldman Sachs. I'm too big to fail. You're just, you're not essential. Who the hell are you? Oh, and, and, th- and so the thieves and the murders, how many more wars, how many more wars do they have to start? How many more people do they have to kill and steal our money and give it to the military-industrial complex? If we don't have a new freedom party of some kind... We are finished, and we need, we need a renaissance. The renaissance, by the way, followed the Black Plague because the people realized they were really dumb and they were killing themselves, Ali Romana, al Antique, and the manner of the Romans and the ancients to bring back the quality. Again, look at the Oscars. Could you imagine back in the day with Gary Coopers and those kind of people <laughs> that something so low life would happen like this? Oh, and the music is so great. That beat. Oh, it's, it's terrific, man. Look how low we've gone. Look at the style. Dignity is out of the window. We have to come back. And to me, the only thing that's going to have to happen, we need a new political movement. A freedom movement. I can't argue with you on that one, Gerald. Gerald, it is always a treat to talk with you, and uh, I appreciate you taking the time. I look forward to our next conversation. want to encourage everybody to check out the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice. They can go to freedompeacejustice.com. Thank you, my friend. And thank you so much for all you do. Thank you. If you want to comment on any portion of our conversation, give me a call, 1-800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead.